0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quality Coach Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Braxton, and today we are back with an episode specifically about training splits and like the big picture getting started with writing a training program for your clientele and specifically talking about the beginner and what type of training layout is optimal, most optimal, for them. I'm not going to say the best. I'm not going to say anything overly grandiose because everybody has their opinions, but this is what the science says works and what I found that works when I've trained clients over the past 10 years. So getting into it, first and foremost, what is a beginner? Like, who qualifies as a beginner when it comes to being in the class in in the gym and training? And essentially, it breaks down to someone who has less than two years of consistent exercise history. Consistent meaning like twice a week they are exercising. There are also people who might not have any or very limited athletic background. Like just, there's they're their first time getting serious about fitness and getting serious about exercise. These are the people who qualify as beginners or you might hear it being posed as a um being, you might hear them being called a novice, okay? So there are a few points I wanna make here today, four, four specific points in particular. Um, and the first of those is, why a full body split is great for a beginner. First and foremost, the main goal of training for a beginner more than anything is to learn motor control or what I like to refer to as stability. The way that a beginner develops stability or motor control is by increasing the amount of time a muscle is under tension. So time under tension, often abbreviated as tut. This is the central piece of a beginner training program, getting their muscles and their body used to lifting, getting their connective tissues and their Um, just all the components of the body used to being under load. Now, what does a full body split mean? Essentially, it's just a full body workout. It is a workout that hits all of the major muscle. I mean, all the major muscle groups, yes, but all of the primary movement patterns. So squatting, hinging, pushing, pulling, core, carrying, those are the primary movement patterns. It's allowing them to be exposed to all of those things on a frequent basis. Now, high exposure to a movement pattern means that they are spending a lot of time under tension. Their whole body is experiencing time under tension over the course of the week, and this in turn allows them to develop more motor control or more stability. So now that we've covered why it's great for them, why can't a beginner, you're probably wonder, why can't a beginner handle all of that exposure compared to someone who's not a beginner? Like a, a someone who's been training for four year, three, four, five years, they could not go and hit every muscle group hard three times a week at the gym and expect to be okay. Like we know who've been there, we know that that doesn't work like that. So the, re- the way I explain this is a person who has less motor control, you know, a beginner, they are also recruiting a lesser number of motor units or muscle fibers that are firing to get the work done so when there are less motor there when there are a lesser number of motor units firing meaning there's less muscle mass that's actually contributing to a contraction, their contractions aren't as intense as someone who is more trained, which means they're not creating as much metabolic stress and muscle damage, which leads them to be able to handle more volume, plus adapt and recover much more quickly than someone who is more trained, okay? We call this the newbie gains. It's a wonderful phase. It's a beautiful time, but it's short lived. It really only lasts, you know, like two years tops before then they have to move on to more to add upper lower body split. Full body, there's nuance to this. Let me just say that there is nuance. Full body training is optimal for a beginner. And there are times when someone who is no longer a beginner can still use a full body training program. But if they are regular, if they are regular goers of the gym, if they're regular lifters, they're going to find that what's more beneficial for them is up upper lower split. But I'm not going to try to get out to the weeds and explaining all that because y'all know I'm good at getting out to the weeds. Let's try to be good at staying on top. So um, the next point I want to make is how many sessions a week is best for a beginner. Ideally, we want to train a novice two to three days out of the week because it takes roughly 48 to 72 hours for their systems to recover from the work that they've done in the training session. So two to three times a week, giving it a minimum of 48 hours between sessions, but up to 72 hours between the sessions. From there, you then want to take those two or three days of the week or those two or three sessions And you want to order the exercises in those sessions from the most complex movements. So we're talking power movements, compound movements, and we're going to then order them from those most complex movements down to the least complex movements. The least complex movements being light load, single joint accessory movements that aren't as taxing to the system. So a place, my last point here, the place that many trainers inside of my online coaching community, Coach Unlocked, they trip up with assigning sets and reps. Like, do you do you get in your head about that too? It's okay. Raise your hand. You can raise your hand. I used to get in the weeds about this too. I used to get really confused. Um, keep in mind this one point, sets, reps, tempo all of that, all of it controls a muscle's time under tension. Okay. Sets, reps, tempo, control, time under tension. So my advice is to always let the goal of the training cycle that that client is in dictate the sets and the reps. So beginners need to work on volume because they need to prep the body for heavier loads. They need to develop some muscle endurance and they have to do these two things before they can really drop the volume and start focusing on higher weights and higher load and developing absolute strength. So let your reps and your sets focus on volume and getting the body used to higher loads or getting used to um loads in general helping them increase their motor units or their motor control their stability and a good starting place is to keep it at 2 to 3 sets 8 to 15 reps a piece working in tempos that are like 3030 zero, three, zero, or 2121 two, one, and letting them rest as needed that's it like it doesn't have to be overly complicated Plug those things into making sure that they hinge and squat, push and pull every single time they see you, and you are set. As that client adapts, then you can worry about dropping the volume and increasing the load, but how quickly or slowly, honestly, you progress a client's program is solely dependent upon how they are responding to things, and that's your dial. You don't push outside of those, out of the barriers or the parameters that their body is adapting around. So that is it in a nutshell. Hopefully that helps clear up any confusion you might have had or helped you to kind of simplify how to approach putting together an overall training program for a new client. All right, that's that's it for this one today. Um, For more information about the Quality Coach Podcast or Coach Unlocked, our community for online personal trainers, visit jasminebraxton.co and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye, y'all.